All right. Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother, Nick Benson. What's up? Hi, Nicholas. What up, Justin? How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good, man. It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. It's been a couple of weeks since we've gotten together, huh? Like a whole new year. Uh, it's been a year. I haven't seen you since last year, Nick. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. A long, long time. <laughs> now, prayerfully, we got to take a little bit of a break uh, over over Christmas and New Year's. Um, but how is everything, Nick? How's Nick? Nick is, is blessed. Amen. I cannot... Uh, no complaints here. No? No, because slowly but surely over my time on this earth, I've realized that God works all things out for his good and according to his purpose. So mm. just trying to be strong and faithful in that, with that in mind, the forefront. The forefront. I yes. feel like I've heard that before in the Bible. but <laughs> <laughs> so, so much harder to apply in life, right? Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's the walk. It's the walk. Well, good to, good to, good to see you, man. See you too. Um, so here at the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, we like to be salt and light in a bland and dark world. And uh, we have officially made it to episode 134. So mm. congratulations, Nick. You are 134 you. episodes old. I'm feeling it. You, you get a gift for being 134 episodes. <laughs> What's that? A hug. Uh, I was going to say aloud in your house. <laughs> <laughs> You're always allowed. Come oh, on, thanks, your family. Thanks, your family. Thanks, thanks. Um, yeah, hug. That's all I got. All right, air hug. <laughs> air hug. <laughs> Um, but we we have uh, the title of today's podcast as a here and now mm. uh, because we haven't we haven't done a here and now in a little bit. Right. Um, you know, I, I think we were on a little bit of a rhythm when we did one like once a month. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, since it's a new year, uh, we haven't talked in two weeks. You know, this would be a good a good topic to see what what the what the Lord's been doing with us here. Mm. Good, uh, good kickoff. Yeah. 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 So. What, what do you got, Nick? Oh, I got to do it. Oh, what? <laughs> it's my oh, turn. Oh, 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 kicking off. Huh? Oh. We're live. Uh, man, um, well, happy new year Happy new Year! and yes, blessed to be able to do this, to be able to talk about our Lord and savior, um, in a way that's unhindered. Uh, I pray that the, you know, that the electronics and all that, you know, continue to work and do its part. But, um, I pray that when, you know, the, those that do listen, they, um, hear from, from the Lord during these, these episodes, because, our prayer before we even start is to, to get out of the way and, and let the spirit lead. And that's why I really enjoy the here and now episodes because we get to just share what the spirit's been putting on our heart that nece- necessarily doesn't have to fit within a topic that was put on our heart. <laughs> um, and for me, the last um, men of prayer meeting that we had, um, so I joined via the virtual uh, side of it through Zoom. Um, and there was a, there was actually a lot of people signed uh, on, uh, this last one. There was like, maybe like 10 guys just on that Whoa. Zoom call. Uh, so not to mention whoever's in the room as well. Right. So I was like, you know, I was blessed by the, the amount of guys there. Um, and then, you know, after the, the devotion's done, then there's a, an opportunity for you to, um, to air or to give out your requests. So sitting there and, you know, and I, and I try to be on there as often as I can, like at least, at least weekly if possible. Um, if I can't, then I'll be there for sure the next week. Um, so I was kind of just taken back by everyone's requests. So mm-hmm. I didn't voice mine, which I normally do. And I was blessed because then one of the brothers in the room mm-hmm. <laughs> actually called out my request because he didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I've heard him do that for other people, yeah. but it never really, it never really resonated until he did it 
for me. And I was like, wow. Like, so I had to unmute myself and say like, you know, thank you for remembering to, to pray for my wife. But I was really blessed by that because I was, man, this guy, I don't know him personally per se, but we join each other in prayer every week. Right. So we know each other on that level, which is a way better level than know each other. Um, But I was extremely blessed by him calling out that request because he didn't hear my voice, Mm -hmm. not knowing if I was there or not. So James 5, um, 13 to 18. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll read it from New King James uh, just for for you, Mr. Justin. Uh, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will, have, will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Com- confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. So uh, the, you know, it's cliche to say there's power in prayer, but I really felt that power in the prayer because I fervently do pray for my wife, and even though I didn't audibly express it, the Lord showed me that he hears my prayer regardless of you know but it is it's it's awesome to confess your sins in front of like how this verse kind of breaks that part Mm -hmm. down you know like audibly confessing sin audibly asking for prayer when needed and that's what i do every week but it just was one of those little little golden nuggets from the lord when a brother reached out and and reached out in my name to pray for my wife and i was like man that's that's a different level of brotherhood right there. And that's the only type of brotherhood you get when you have a relationship with the Lord yeah. and you truly commit to following, you know, what the Bible calls us to do. Right. And you mentioned, you know, it being kind of, you know, cliche, but mm. I, I, I promise everybody that's in earshot of this, that, you know, prayer is, is one of the most powerful things. True. And if you truly want to see how amazing prayer is, and you get around a group of brothers that pray for you mm-hmm. and that'll pray with you and that consistently pray and that meet specifically to pray like we do on, on, uh, on Sunday mornings. And, you know, yes, there's a lot of prayers. There's a lot of hurt and pain. Um, there's a lot of things going on in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're all seeking the Lord uh, on behalf of those people and, and, and with those people. Uh, but those praise reports mm-hmm. that come out, you know what I mean? Like even, even, you know, that young girl, Aaliyah, that's, that's, that's cancer free. Mm-hmm. Just, and I, like, when you see stuff like that, it's mm-hmm. like, wow, like God does move and he does answer prayers, but you'll never know until you seek him. Like mm-hmm. you just won't know. And it's not our will. And we have to understand that, right. that God has a will and a purpose and a plan for our lives that far exceeds anything that we can understand. Right. Um, but the power of prayer is absolutely, it, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, truly a conversation with our creator right it's a an honor yeah. like that we even have that access just say and then yeah to link arms with other brothers mm-hmm. and lifting those said prayers or those unsaid prayers or for each other or for yourself like that's ultimately that's what we should be doing daily obviously yeah. but at the same time 
doing that in a corporate fashion once a week has been walk changing for me. Yeah. Like hands down. Yeah. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm majority of the time joining it virtually via zoom. So there's really no excuse to not be there in my opinion, because now that there is that electronic or virtual option, it's like, well, if you can't be in person, at least join this way, because not only do you get fed the word, you get a devotion, you also mm -hmm. get a time of worship, but mm -hmm. then you get the prayer time. And like you said, hearing those praise reports, um, or those blessings in the skies where you weren't really expecting. And you're like, wow, like you already knew God was real. You already knew God was alive. But then when you hear and see those types of things happening in, in, in people's lives, you're like, he, he really is like, he, there's no, no doubt about it. No question yeah. within and which is walk building. It's like faith building yeah. for, for me. And it's an understanding of who, who, who God is too. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we, we cast our cares and we'll actually get to this. We cast our cares upon him because he cares for us. Mm -hmm. uh, but additionally, you know, by engaging in prayer and seeking that relationship, which is exactly what we were created for, mm -hmm. um, is, is like you said, walk changing, but it's a fundamental principle of what it means to be a child of God and to understand, you know, what his will is. You won't get it out there in the world. No. Right. But by seeking him and his will, and reading his word and understanding who he is, you, you get to, you get to understand that. And, you know, if, if, if there's a thing that, you know, personally that I'm an advocate for, it's, you know, especially for men, it's, it's being in that prayer room mm. and on your knees. And, you know, I have a couple of, you know, books here, um, that, you know, that I read, you know, on, uh, spiritual leadership, Christian leaders, um, you know, what it, what, 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 um, some scriptures are that break down the walks of certain people that are mentioned in the Bible. All, all of them unanimously mm. speak about prayer. Mm -hmm. All of them, like all of them, the importance and the power of prayer, every single one of them. And, uh, even Jesus, even Jesus. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could read you a whole chapter on that, oh. of how he prays, <laughs> how he prays to the father. He prays for the disciples. And then he prays for us. John 17. What? It's there. <laughs> Read it, read it, homework, <laughs> homework. Um, but you know, Chuck Smith, uh, wrote a book called Calvary distinctives and inside of that distinctives, um, he talks about, you know, what are the distinctives of Calvary chapel? And he really kind of methodically walks you through what the Calvary movement was, um, how mm -hmm. it was built and what the church that is non-denominational was predicated on because they model it after, um, the first church that takes place in acts and how that church was built. That's the model of the church, a spirit led church. Um, but in that, um, Chuck Smith, um, mentions how important it is for when you go and you want to find leaders in the church, you go to your prayer room, mm -hmm. go to your prayer room. And those men that are on their knees, you know, that are praying, those are the men that, that are leaders. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, you know, what you said is, is, is absolutely right, right? The power of prayer, the importance of it, um, and us connecting, you know, with God. But that band and the, that band of brothers, that group that gets together, mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? If you look in that room, you, you, you see all walks of life. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no other way that we would ever be together but the Lord. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But we're like our bond is is very tight. Right. It's very, very tight. And it's quite quite amazing um when you see somebody from that prayer room 
at like Stater Brothers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like you're hugging and loving on each other. And, you know, you realize after you, you, you're done talking to each other and you guys part ways that like people are just looking at you like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why'd you guys know so right, right. Know each other so well? <laughs> right. Why did he kiss your cheek? <laughs> like, I just met him last week. Yeah, I prayed with them. I cried with them. I know him better than I know you. Oh my God. But real quick before we ask what uh, the Lord put up, on your heart for this episode. The reason I read from the new King James version is because I like the fervent prayer. Oh, okay. NLT changes it to earnest prayers, which doesn't sound as good. Yeah. Fervent prayer because power, like you said, is powerful. Mm -hmm. There is no doubt that God hears our prayers, but we are called to fervently pray yeah. for one another. I don't think, yeah. And I don't think it's, right to say that you prayed for someone and you just do it one time and right. and keep it moving you know right. like it fervent prayer is something that you're you're seeking the lord uh a lot constantly hard you're making effort for it and that to me really spoke and I, that's why i wanted to read from that translation because our prayer should be fervently for each other we should be trying our hardest and taking the time to do that with an effort to pray for each other. If someone says, Hey, I, I need prayer because this is going on. Hey, I need prayer because so and so sick. I need prayer because I'm not doing well. Like, pray for them. Mm -hmm. Don't just throw up a quick, you know, Nehemiah, Lord, heal them and, and mm -hmm. keep it moving, like, which are fine. But at, at that time, in that moment, is that what you would want in return if you were asking for prayer? You would want somebody to fervently pray. And I feel like that brother, and I don't want to call him out by name, but. It, you know, that brother was fervently praying for my wife. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Amen. <laughs> and the, um, the, the method in which we pray is our connection to God. And then you, you mentioned like the Nehemiah prayer, um, but it's also important to continue mm -hmm. to pray, you know, for those, for those people. Up, yeah. 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 Because to your point, right. You know, if, if you lift, you lift up that prayer request and you say, Hey guys, please, please, um, please pray for me. And then everybody prays for you, but the consistency and the fervency of those prayers, mm -hmm. um, are, are those basically brothers and sisters going on your behalf to the Lord, continually mm -hmm. going on behalf to the Lord. Right? right. Because you said like, if, if, if you lifted one up, that's what you would want. Right. And mm -hmm. you know, we don't do it because there's some kind of reciprocity that we're looking for because mm -hmm. we don't, we don't need that. Mm -mm. Um, but you know, when somebody entrusts you with the cares of their heart mm -hmm. and they ask you to pray for them, that is a, that, that, that is a weight that none of us understand right now on this side of heaven. Right. Uh, but it's something that we, we absolutely should be carrying out. No doubt. For sure. Um, so I, I, um, I've been looking around, you know, the world for the past, like, you know, I don't know, year, I would say. Yeah, I would say a year. Even even before like Thanksgiving in twenty twenty two, I just started, you know, like paying attention to the landscape of what's taking place here. Uh not only in our local areas, in our country, but in the entire world. And it's just like I personally look at these things and think like, can it can it keep getting worse? <laughs> like, can the enemy be so bold? Like, how are these things taking place? Is, does anybody else see this? Mm. 
Um, <laughs> and and it's like the um, the sin that's being paraded in front of us, the wickedness that is being revealed is just it's it's mind blowing. Um, but we also have to understand that it's not our job or our duty to have responses for these situations if it's not drawing people to the Lord. Mm. Um, but also to recognize like there's an absolute enemy of our souls, mm-hmm. 100%, you know, enemy, enemy of our souls. And because of that, like we can't be shocked by what's taking place at all. Right. We mm-hmm. shouldn't be shocked because, you know, the enemy is the father of lies mm-hmm. and that's all he's going to do. That is all he's going to do. He's going to deceive and lie, try to bring down as many people as he can before Jesus comes back. Right. And the more he does it and the more bold it gets, it's the closer that Jesus is coming back. Mm. Um, and True. I, and, and even this morning, as I was, you know, seeking the Lord about what, 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 what did he, what did he want me to, to speak about? Um, you know, in revelation, we can see multiple times. Uh, and I think it's even multiple times in chapter 22 where he says, behold, I am coming quickly. Behold, I am coming quickly. And, uh, you know, me, when, when I hear something like that, I always ask like, okay, what will we be found doing? Like, what do, what are we doing about it? What mm. are we going to do about it? Uh, but I was also reminded of, of, of first Peter, you know, chapter five verses five through 11, but these are some of the scripture that I'm going to read right now. We've heard so many times because they're often quoted scriptures. When you look at it completely and I read just these five, uh, six verses, like you'll see how this kind of ties together and really Peter's wrapping this first letter um, up. Mm-hmm. And as he's wrapping it up, man, he just, he brings it. Mm. And when you know Peter's life, you understand his heart and what he's saying here, what he's been through, um, where he was and where he is and the knowledge that he's dropping right now, the wisdom that he's bringing mm-hmm. um, and how like relevant it is for right now, mm-hmm. like super relevant for right now. Um, so I'll read it. It's, it's, Again, First Peter chapter five verses verses um, five through through eleven, where he says, "Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble." So as he opens up this last little portion before he does a farewell, he reminds us of the submissiveness. That submissiveness really creates and maintains a hierarchy of respect for the people that have gone before you, mm. which is clearly, clearly lined out for you in the entirety of the Old Testament, like clearly lined out. Mm. Like the whole purpose of it was like the, the, the hierarchy and what the priest's jobs were and how the priest pointed everybody, you know, to, to God, how even when when Abraham had to do what he had to do, there had to be a hierarchy put in place. Like, hold on a second. You can't, you know, there has to be a hierarchy and even his blessing as he takes his son up and sacrifice everything that he has mm-hmm. and how God says, now I know, now I know, right? right. Don't worry. I'm going to provide everything for you. And your, your descendants will be as, as, as sand on the seashore. Like he just absolutely blesses him. But that hierarchy is exactly what is under attack. If we look at what's going on now, it's exactly what's under attack. And it's been attacked since I would say maybe, well, it, it's really been atta- under attack since industrial revolution when mm-hmm. work 
work and material things became more important. Yeah. More placed on top. Yeah. More important than the family. And as soon as that happened, it Mm -hmm. just slowly but surely Mm -hmm. came under attack. There was still a little bit of a hierarchy in the home, Mm -hmm. but that began to erode as, as the tide started to tip And You know, we could probably spend a podcast talking about that alone. Yeah. But it's important that that is brought up here because it's only pride that will put you above somebody else mm-hmm. and, and and prevent you from being submissive, mind you. Yeah. Right. It's only pride <laughs> that will do that. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, he goes on to say, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Then he says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. So it, like, seriously, this is probably, you know, at least two to three, like, full-on messages. Mm-hmm. And you could, you could, you could totally spend a, a ton of time just breaking these down because of how rich this is. Um, but the first part was to humble ourselves. And that's just, like, that's the foundation of our faith um, in Jesus because we recognize who he is, what he did, mm-hmm. and then what was done for us that that was done for us that god became flesh and the flesh dwelt among us like that in itself would humble us should mm-hmm. humble us should, yeah and then right the humility he had to take on to do such wow for for what so that we could do for us to spit in his face and pull his beard you know what i mean kick him and yeah, yeah. crucify him yeah i didn't want to keep going mock him yeah. yeah right still to this day like people are still doing everything we just said right now. Yeah. Yeah. And to to not to not mm-hmm. understand that is is blasphemy in and itself, but that's a whole again a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that in itself is the model of humility, but also understanding who we are in relation to that should should absolutely humble us. And then to know that there's an enemy there's an absolutely an enemy and he's walking about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Right. And that roaring lion is a prideful roar. Like, Oh, look at me. Um, I'm coming to get you. But the interesting thing is you cannot be snatched or plucked from the hand of God. Amen. Cannot be, cannot be. If you are his, you are protected. Mm-hmm. If you are not his, you can be protected. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm being serious. Right. But the, the interesting thing that Peter knows more than most is that you can resist him. Mm. You can resist him because he was restored even after he rejected, he was restored. So all those who have been rejecting have an opportunity to be restored. And when we look at all the things that are taking place, like we are, we are on borrowed grace. We're hundred percent on borrowed grace. Right. And instead of, and this is probably, you know, me sharing my conviction, uh, instead of kind of maybe taking stances and, and feeling some kind of way about all of the things that are taking place, like we really should, should be in fear for the people that don't know the Lord. Right. He, I mean, 
there's enough done that he should just be okay that's it yeah there's enough done <laughs> right now today like that that's it for sure but we we have another day yeah. maybe another minute maybe another hour um fervent prayers for fervent prayers and and, and and to try to be the the witness of the gospel yeah i just just the other day was talking to a brother about he made the comment of you know our god's a god of second chances and i made the joke of like you know, 16 17 18 chances you know and then i stopped and i was like wait a minute i was like if you think about it there is no chance it's literally just grace that's it like he the only reason we have another chance is because of god's grace the only reason we have anything is because of God's grace. I've, like, in my opinion, and how I walk, my daily walk is to realize that, but to think that chance is anything less than just God's grace is another one of those foul things to the Lord because he's working in and through all things. So there's nothing left to a chance. There's nothing left there, there to a, no a coincidence yeah. or, or luck. luck. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like it's all God's timing. <clears throat> so if you missed it or if you blew it and then you do have another opportunity, that's grace. Mm. If you w woke up this morning, grace. If you send and, and ask for forgiveness, grace. If you send and haven't asked for forgiveness, still grace because mm -hmm. he's waiting patiently for you to get right and you might be the last person he's waiting on before he comes back so that like you said we have to be mindful of what we're doing when we're doing it in fear of the lord of him returning at any moment at any time because he literally is going to come quickly like a thief in the night right yeah. behold i come quickly that's not going to be something that's oh look at something's coming in the clouds no. you know it's going to be oh he's here just going to hear the shot of the trumpet. We gone. We gone. Verse 10 in the NLT, I wanted to read it because there's a couple word changes, but it was, it was in my opinion, kind of just caps, like kind of almost like a commentary on top of what you just read. But it says, in his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. So I thought the suffering for a little while, like we're promised, like, like Jesus, he had to suffer a bodily death, mm -hmm. right? But for a, res a resurrection mm -hmm. and a new and better life in eternity, and not only for himself, obviously, but he took us along with him. Mm -hmm. And that's where that restoration, the support, and the strength all comes from is, yeah, we may be going through something here, but we have all that to look forward to. So that gives us that endurance like you said in the beginning of the podcast easier like to say than to actually apply mm -hmm. but that's where we're here to encourage each other along the way and pray for each other mm -hmm. like hey yeah we're suffering yeah you're suffering but let me pray for you let me be here with you what do you need like do you need some help do you need this you know and and just be there for each other because ultimately like that brother praying for my wife in that room, not knowing I, I was there, that that is coming alongside of me and it strengthens me mm -hmm. and it encourages me. It equips me for another battle against the enemy for that day. Yeah. And yeah, we don't, we don't look for others to do that. We, we have to strengthen ourselves. We have to humble ourselves. We have mm -hmm. to look and seek God first. But there are going to be moments when the Lord uses another brother in those times to strengthen you, to restore you or support you yeah and then in the new king james you know it's interesting it's not interesting it's it's 
beautiful mm. how he has you know it says his eternal glory by christ jesus after you have suffered a while and then he uses that word perfect, perfect yeah. you know what i mean and, and we we don't get perfection here Mm-mm. you know what i mean there's only one thing perfect and that's god and we don't get to even um attain that without him and then through him but it's his work that perfects us right and even though we suffer for a while you immediately think of you know the heating up of gold and how the dross rises to the top so he just continues to stoke that fire hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter until everything is risen to the top and then he's the one that scrapes that dross off the top mm. and then says now mm. now you have been perfected and yeah we're going to we're going to suffer here but we should be of good cheer because Jesus overcame the world. Whole reason he came. Yeah. I overcame all of this. You have a residence with me in heaven. Woo. That's a, you know, an encouraging thought for myself, you know, especially for my family and things that we endure and go through. But like you said, God is always working mm-hmm. and he does show us those little nuggets along the way that he's, he's right there with you and with us. And, and, uh, it, made made me appreciate something I've read just recently. Like, you know, I have a Bible at, on my desk at work and I read through a chapter a day, basically whenever I'm either my break or like right when I get there in the morning, if I haven't clocked in yet, well, I've just finished up Genesis. And so I'm in Exodus now, mm. but Joseph, dude. So, Starting in, in chapter 37 of Genesis, all the way to the end. Obviously, we don't have time to... to can, you, can you read actually 37 <laughs> to 50? through 50 for okay, me? Uh, here we go, guys. About to turn into Seth Rogen. Or Joe Rogan, Seth Rogen. That's an actor. <laughs> About to turn into a three-hour podcast. <laughs> but Does he have three-hour podcast? Every single one. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't listen to it, but yeah, that's the, the joke is he's got... Joe Rogan's got... Yeah, every episode. I think we should try it. We already don't have listeners. We're really not going to have listeners. (laughs) We can't even meet every week. We're talking about three hours. (laughs) So just to break it down, because it goes like the Holy Spirit always does, connects connects us when we're we're seeking him first. Genesis 37 through 50. Joseph goes through everything that would cause you to be not only discouraged, but question God the whole time. He went from being hated and sold into slavery from his brothers to in jail because he was falsely accused in Egypt to interpreting two dreams and told that he would get pulled out of jail, lied to and used, still left in jail ultimately out of jail to then becoming second in power of Egypt, just under Pharaoh, interpreting a dream that gives wisdom and knowledge and also keeps people alive Mm -hmm. because of knowing how to store the food, when to sell, when not to sell. Preparing for the famine. Prepares for the famine, which then ultimately saves his family Mm -hmm. because his brothers end up in Egypt looking for food. And, it blew my mind because of the everything that he went through mm-hmm. and yet remained humble through 
all of it, from complete bottom of the pit, literally in a pit, mm-hmm. to then being second in command of the most powerful nation in, in, that, in that time, mm-hmm. having everything he could ever want, and yet still humbled himself to reveal himself to his brothers. And in 50 verse, what is it? No, it's 20. 20. Sorry, faster. Right. Yeah, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. The humility to go through, especially to be face to face with the people that did you the dirtiest, and to tell them, I forgive you, and to completely restore the family relationship blew my mind because he had every right and human rights to not only be mad, but just be super disgruntled and angry at everything, including God. Because he had full power in Egypt, he could have disowned everything that he was raised on, but but God preserved him through all of those. God preserved him through all of those situations from a boyhood all the way to manhood. And yet he still knew God was working in and through all of it and then gave God the glory. Yeah. And he, I was blown away by it. Yeah. Joseph has, has one of the more amazing stories, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Bible because of everything that he went through. Yeah. And um, even the coat that he was given by his father um, was tainted right. by blood and taken to his father so that they could fake his death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the the um, the degrees that his brothers went through to get rid of him because of their jealousy is something that is so um, paralleled in the world that we live in, right? Because of like envy and jealousy and and. And the things that people see that they feel you don't deserve is pretty much what has caused like a lot of hatred in, mm. in our entire world. And it has become ingrained so much in our society that people cannot remove themselves from it. They don't even realize they're doing it because mm. they're not separated from it. They think that is life. Mm. And Joseph's story um, is, is one of the greatest ones ever because when you look at when he's in prison, and he and he has like the butler and the baker there, right? And they're mm-hmm. both they're both there. And then he reveals to them, right? Interprets their dreams, uh, and tells them their fate, and tells them their fate. And even as um, even as he is sitting there after this fact, because he was told, I'll, "We'll come back and get you. I'll come back and get you." Mm-hmm. Um, it it's so amazing that he still did not harbor any bad feelings toward his situation, why he was in jail, because, you know, he eluded Potiphar's wife and all she had was his coat and was falsely accused. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to get out. And it's still there. Hmm. And then finally gets out and he's in front of like the main superpower of the entire world. And it's still, his life is still at risk. Right. His life is still at risk, but he has enough faith to just keep walking. And like you said, never never holds a grudge we talked about humility mm-hmm. and being humble right that's uh, yeah i mean that's only a work of god there's right. i'm sorry you don't go through all that and 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 not hold a grudge unless god is working in and through you 
but that's why he's chronicled for you know 12 chapters yeah and, <laughs> and the faith in that humility in that walk yeah was mind-blowing because you know after he interprets those dreams the first two or when they ask he, he basically says something to the point of like that it's it's not up to me it's uh, God's the one that interprets dreams. So he's giving glory right to God immediately. And then he gets done dirty by those two and then gets pulled in front of Pharaoh to interpret a dream because now one of them brings him up. And same thing again, he says, interpreting dreams is not my business. That's that's only up to God. God is the only one that can in- interpret dreams. And I'm like, man, that's, to me, I'm like, Think of how many people, like 41 verse 16, it is beyond my power to do this, Joseph replied, but God can tell you what it means and set you at ease. And I was like, man, that's, that one, God's the only one that could put your mind at ease when you're, when you're wrestling with things because he is peace. But at the same time, Joseph, to still be faithful to God, kind of like that Job situation, still faithful to God, even though he's going through things he wouldn't deem fun or good um yet still giving glory to god yeah like i'm in this situation but god's got me here so whatever you got me doing lord that's what i'm going to keep doing yeah and And that's what i was actually looking at at verse 45 as well um because in verse 45 as joseph is revealed to his brothers there's three things that 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 he says that i actually have highlighted as i as i read through um, genesis Mm -hmm. and the first one's in verse five and it says, he's telling his brothers this, for God sent me before you to preserve life. And then he goes on in verse six. No, sorry, verse eight. He says, so now it was not you who sent me here, but God. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on in verse nine and he says, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. See, that's a man's heart that he wasn't taking any credit. And he's also removing the guilt from his brother saying, don't worry about it. This was all God. God did this. God did that. God has me here. God made me Lord of Egypt. Also that we could bless. I could, I could bless you. It's him. It's not me. Yeah. I mean, if we could ever get our mind wrapped around that. (laughs) We can't because we're the brothers. Cause then the the dad dies and like, oh man, now he's going to hate us. Cause now dad's dead. Totally. He, he only saved, he only preserved us because dad was here. And, yeah. and no, like then he has to reassure them again and yeah. let them know, like, no, this was all God's purpose. This is all to keep you guys alive, me alive, his people alive, him to bless these, all of us in, in doing so. And I was, you know, like, you know, we read, we read the Bible daily and we go through things, but sometimes the Lord highlights things that really stand out differently and, and him giving God the glory from start to finish and all the things he went through was so encouraging to me because, yeah, we're, we're going to go through. We're going to suffer a little while, like Peter mm-hmm. was saying, but God's going to restore us. He's going to perfect us. And, yeah, maybe it's not going to be on this side of eternity, but it is a guarantee we will be perfected. Right. And I was just I was even thinking about how um, how Joseph reacted um when he when he saw them knew what it was he recognized them they didn't recognize him mm-hmm. he recognized them but he also put their money back in the in the bags mm-hmm. and i love like the visual of that you know when they open their bags and they're like oh man we messed up like why is this still here yeah. oh my goodness you know they 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 realize the weight of 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 them 
being thought of as thieves from from Pharaoh, right? They right. they were like, we're dead, dead, we're a hundred percent dead. <laughs> yeah. But the 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 um the moral of that, like the amazing thing about that, is that that's what you do to people who persecute you. You mm. bless them. Ooh. You bless them. Ouch. Yeah, mm. and like we we can't we again another mm. thing we can't grasp that. But like what Joseph does is an absolute testimony and a witness for who we should be. His whole life is, but um, that that portion of it is 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 who we should be. Again, I, I Joseph's Joseph's stories, like Joseph and Peter's stories, are mm-hmm. like you know those are those are the ones that I just love. I can't I can't I can't read them enough. Can I get enough? Yeah, yeah I can't read them. Yeah, that was it was different going through Genesis this this time as far as that being highlighted. So I I definitely appreciated it because I needed it and. And God's good like that. He gives us what we need when we need it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I needed it this time. So thank Amen. you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah, jo- Joseph, uh, Joseph always ministers to me. Um, Where are you going? Uh, <clears throat> so I mentioned earlier, because I'm not going to have time to do the other ones that, that, that I wanted to do. Um, part but it, two. Huh? Part two. Part two. Here part two here now. <laughs> or we're just going to go for three hours. Yeah. Buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm not sorry. Oh, I love saying that. <laughs> um, but this, this morning, uh, I, have a, I have a little book um, that R- Warren Wiersbe wrote. And uh, it, I think it's called The Strategy of Satan or Satan Strategy, something to that effect. Um, but in there, he quotes John chapter 8, verse 44, talk, talking about who, who Satan is, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then he references this. So I'm just going to read it real quick. So verse 44 says, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father of it. Because I tell you the truth, verse 45, because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's word. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. Mm-hmm. And he's, talk, he, he's, he, he's talking about the sins that are being propagated. Mm-hmm. And he's calling people out. And a lot of people forget this portion of scripture right. of how Jesus calls out Satan, mm. right? I mean, straight calls him out for who he is. Um, and we, as earthly beings, Christians right now, have to recognize that there's an absolute enemy mm. of our soul. And this is exactly who he is, a murderer mm. and a liar. Right. And he's a father of him. Oh, Think yeah. about that. Right. He called him the father of it. Like, that's Jesus. <laughs> saying who this enemy is yeah. and we have to recognize that especially this year especially with all the things that are that are going on um because anybody that rejects the truth is subject to satan's plan right all day every day right right and there's a lot of people that are truly truly rejecting the truth um to the extent that we are visually and audibly and you know, living through times where if somebody speaks the truth, they are being silenced. They are mm-hmm. being, they are being canceled. They are being told to shut up. Mm-hmm. They are being told that they're wrong. They're told that they are being oppressive. Mm-hmm. Like the tides of fully. When you see something like that, 
like you know that the enemy's plan is just it's in your face now Mm -hmm. and we just have to be in prayer like we talked about before Mm -hmm. we have to love on people and we have to live the life that joseph did Uh, and even when we talk about when somebody's persecuting you you just bless them and it says biblically bless those who persecute you yeah Romans twelve fourteen. Bring it, Nick. Cause, yeah, because that's been on my heart. That's why I'm like, man, God is so good because that's not what I was getting out of Joseph. And you totally brought that up to bless those that persecute you or bless those that try to hurt you, bless mm-hmm. those that are pushing against you. I get, you know, we all get that, but we get it in different forms. <laughs> you know, we can get it at work. We can get it at uh, home. We can get it at church, within ministry. There's always going to be pushback mm-hmm. because we have flesh, right? So, mm-hmm. like, sometimes things aren't going to mesh. Something, sometimes things aren't going to feel right so we're going to say things but ultimately if we seek god first and humble ourselves in doing so we will see clearer and won't be deceived mm-hmm. by those things by those lies by the feelings our emotions our heart is deceitful it's mm-hmm. it's desperately wicked. wicked it's wicked so you know if we just follow that we're gonna be in a bigger mess than we already are mm-hmm. so i think what we can end on is just is that is humble yourself and know that God's working in and through it all and nobody's more important than another. And we just need to pray for those because we are not in control. And if we want to be a help, if we want to be helpful, we'll be usable by, by the Lord. But if we want to be a, you know, a doer of the enemy's lies, then continue, continue following those lies and those visuals and those things that the enemy constantly wants to bombard us with no matter where we're at and it's just like you said it's it's in in our face now he's not he's not ashamed of it because he ultimately knows his time is up Mm. behold i come quickly amen please all right let's pray uh lord we just thank you again for this time and this opportunity you've given us to to speak about you lord i pray that you are honored and glorified by um our words lord i pray that people heard from you and not from us i pray that you just continue to move in and through our lives and those that are listening and strengthen us and embolden, embolden us to be the doers of your word, Lord, to, to stand up against those lies, to not believe the, the deception or, or the false um, smoke and mirrors that the world wants to put in front of us. Lord, I pray that we can see you through it, that we seek you through it, that we stay faithful. And, and like uh, we talked about, Lord, being able to, to continue to bless those that... Uh, Love us, but also, most importantly, bless those that um, want to push back or those that think that they don't love us because of the things that we believe or say. And I just pray that you continue to soften hearts on our side and on their, their side, Lord. And I pray that you continue to, to mend us and, and, and draw us to yourself in a way that we know that we're all brothers and sisters, no matter uh, if they believe or not, that we um, can be used uh, as a witness to, to, to save those that don't know you or that are pushing back against you or us or whoever it may be, Lord. And we just thank you for your love and your grace and the kindness and mercy that you give to us and, and that you bestow on our families. And we pray that you just continue to, to put your hedge of protection around us and keep us safe through these times. But also, Lord, I pray that if it's your will that you use us to, to further your kingdom. We thank you. We love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Don't forget, Jesus loves you. And so do we.